For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We've started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 6.4, Blood Magic where we are discussing the graphic novel Ghoul Goblin, issues 5 and 6. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. E. Harry Dresden, a Chicago private investigator and wizard, heads to a small, isolated Missouri town terrorized by never-never monsters. The singularly unfortunate Talbot family has suffered a curse that has decimated their numbers for generations, and only our hero can save them. That is, if he can survive hostile lawmen, the dark secrets of townsfolk, an ancient guardian spirit, and two deadly carnivores. Can Dresden cleanse the Talbot bloodline of its curse without a blood sacrifice of his own? So we jump right back into press delivering more bad news. (laughs) It's true, but before we get to that, I just want to say that the cover is wrong for this episode. Yes, it is. Which, other than that, I love it. It's a great picture. Otherwise, I love the colors. I love how he's barefoot sitting in jail. Yeah. So I love how it doesn't quite fit him. (laughs) Yep. I like the graffiti around him. You know, and the shadowy parts and everything. Yeah, all the... But he should not have a pentacle, because he already gave it to Maggie. Maddie. Or Maddie. 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 Sorry. She gave it to me. (laughs) But yes, yeah, that is the only thing. Which, at least going forward, because remember you mentioned it before, and I'm like, okay, at least in the episode it does... Or, the episode. But yes, just simply in the cover art, it was like, oh. But yeah, the rest of it, so... But yeah, so we jump right back in to Maddie wearing his pentacle. <laughs> As Brez tells her, she's like, I see. And Harry? I'm like, dude, your brother just got... Literally. Your other brother, brother got murdered. Got, she's like, but what like, about the wizard? What about the wizard? Damn. A little bit of enamored. Yeah. I've he's got like, another brother. Right, except he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I got one left. I still got a sister. I still got a brother. I'm... She's like, that's life. Basis. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay. Nobody really liked Alex anyways. Yeah. <laughs> of all my brothers, I was hoping it'd be him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, like, I damn, I know that, like, all of your family is being taken out one by one, but you have gotten very... Complacent. Complacent. Very quickly. <laughs> Blase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. She's shedding a couple of tears, but... Yeah, honestly, though, it does seem like Prez is more distraught about it than her. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, so Prez sorry to tries tell you. really hard to get the remaining Talbots to leave Boone Mill, but Maddie tells him no, and that well, she still believes in Harry. And, and I like this the moment, curse. Oh, here's another. Sorry, here's another <sighs> fuck up. Because she's like, how did it happen? He's like, a truck. He was pushed in front of it by the goblin. Unless he was hiding on the fringes and did actually shove him in front of the truck while they were busy fighting the ghoul. We didn't see that, though. We it, didn't it see that, him, so. she, It does show her push him. Yeah, the ghoul, then. The, the ghoul, ghoul that's what goblin. I mean. So this is, this is the way. Because he's like, get away. And she's like, but yeah, it just says here. She was pushed in front of it by the goblin. Oh, I see. Maybe Prez okay. doesn't know his monsters. Maybe Prez just doesn't know his monsters. But yeah, I, I like that moment because like he's like he takes full responsibility and he's like, it was my girlfriend. I'm so sorry if I wasn't such a hick and like brought her into this mm. and blah blah blah. Which like mm, probably not. Didn't have to date a monster, but like she was here anyways. Oh yeah, no. But see, he yeah. says here two minutes later. Harry said she's a ghoul. Make up your mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if this is like a clue. We're yeah, missing it's just an issue. Was just it one just of messed those, up. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel Paula moments. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's like, no. She's like, shut up and listen. This town is our home and we're not... Like, every 
red shirt and yeah, slasher film blonde. She goes ever. like this whole thing though. She's very timid and stuff like that up until this moment. She's like, well, the rest of them are dead. Let me step up. Yeah, exactly. Our town. Yeah. Although based solely on that, that that is a little bit realistic with siblings. So it used to be like that all the time. Like we'd have shit and like, okay, so we had like this crazy cat that lived next door to us and they had gotten it as a stray and the thing never fully domesticated and they would like pick it up and carry it around and just get the shit scratched out of them all the time. But they're like, oh, that's okay. That's just our cat, right? And he was the one that was like the stalker hunter of the neighborhood and stuff like that. So it's like we were bringing like grocery, my parents were bringing The humans or the cat? The cats. Okay. The, the humans were just kind of goofy. They weren't the terror of the neighborhood, but the cat was. And um, so, yeah, had the door propped open, bringing in groceries, and all of a sudden, and this cat would just, yeah, randomly go into people's houses and things like that, too. So it was in the evening. We're getting ready to go to bed. My older sister is all like, oh, like, look under, you know, normally I'm like, I'm not sticking my face under the bed where this cat is. But soon as my sister was like, I don't want to look, you go see him. Like, you're such a whip. And I totally <laughs> stuck my face under the bed to see if the cat was there and it was not. It had gone in the basement somewhere, right? So it's like always moments like that where it's like, I don't want to take responsibility. Like, I'm not stepping up. But if like nobody else will, then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, totally. No, that's fine. I got it. So I'm like, it could simply be. I'm like, it does seem. But I'm like, actually, if you look at it specifically from what you just said about the sibling and now you can be like well I had all these older siblings to look after me but now that they're gone now I'm like I guess I can't be the coward and like be protected anymore I have to be the protector (laughs) yeah right so while in jail Harry is visited by the Naga and as he's trying to figure out a way to break out I just want to throw on too that Harry's like so there I was Chicago's only wizard stuck in a holding cell straight from the Andy Griffith show I'm like straight from like last week bro (laughs) 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 woe is me dude it's like every other day (laughs) (laughs) but he's not usually in like a hick down the Andy Uh, Griffith part is new (laughs) yeah Harry doesn't try to butter up the naga this time he's pissed She's uh, wondering why he debates, uh, why he debases himself and calls, uh, and his response, he calls her pathetic. And the two fight about perspective. Fuck yeah. neutrality. This is Harry Dresden, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, I tried that for a second yeah. and yeah. didn't really get me anywhere, so. And this is where we learn a little bit about the hierarchy of the supernatural, because the Naga admits to being powerless to a higher entity to herself, just like he is to her. Mm. We don't know who that is or what yeah, that is. how far, but yeah, in the greater but scheme of things, she's only got so much power, sway. so much influence, yeah. so much... Um, in her circle sphere of influence in that yeah yeah and i was like great now the cryptic talk is over <laughs> can you tell me what the fuck you mean yeah <laughs> but she does well, leave him a hand leaving that there's another in the village that can provide protection so that was nice of her in a, some kind of very very cryptic way well and again like hope. she kind of already said that she's like i can't do anything here's the order they're gonna die and then yeah. he's like do something and she's like but i already uh, yeah. okay like my hands are town tied can yeah and she's like so Prez is on the case. He's uh, he's gone over to Mare Cedar, which so again, okay. Here's another one of those like 180s. So we go from like Longbottom's grandmother with like a vulture hat to like this. I'm gonna say 60s. Like she's not super old, but she's no longer a young woman hanging out in her skimply ne- negligee. Yeah. I'm like, 
pink little silk really? negligee. Yeah. Like you couldn't even like even the fact that she's got the short little blue one. I'm like you couldn't have tied her up a little. I know. Why not a tied up robe? Like, I know. It was like I get like yes, she's inside her own home, but why we're suddenly getting like they're like here, she's just a cedar. woman too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, where the fuck is that coming from? Yeah, I was like, yeah, kind of solving her, but yeah. And then you'll notice that like all of the depictions of her hereafter, she's much like she's drawn more pretty. Mm-hmm. She's not drawn as sharp, hawkish, and, and yeah. hawkish. Exactly. Now she's all like saw like like the the panel on the second one. Like her face actually looks cool. Like he's taken out like almost all the lines and wrinkles on her face. Yeah. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. even just from before, because even when she's standing in her undies there, she still looks kind of like old and whatever. And then that next one, she looks like he took about 20 years off or like she's 40 or yeah, something. She's still got like, the gray hair, but otherwise. But other than that, yeah. her face just like, yeah. Right. But yeah, they're going to, they're going to play. And then, yeah, she's got some mystic, crazy. Talking to something or someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, her her Chicagoan assistant there. Yeah, <laughs> a glimpse of a mystery voice. Yeah, exactly. And she uh, she welcomes Prez to our humble abode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how I don't know if it was on purpose that it's the same color again, but like in the first picture, right? She's in kind of like this like silky satiny looking like drapey blue thing. But that when she goes out, it's like the exact same shade of blue, but it's now like mid calf and fur. Now it's like a terry cloth bathrobe, and well, like yeah. such as like your favorite shade of bathrobes. <laughs> like I have one in every style. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that is not the same room. No, no, it is not. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's like, we need some help. You need to come do something. Like you're the mayor. Throw your weight around a little bit. And she's like, I didn't really want to. I was trying to stay out of this. I'm like, no, you weren't. Yeah. No. <laughs> like you were totally trying to manipulate things for your own purposes <laughs> and especially because like the favor he's asking of her is to get Dresden out of jail mm. and she wants Dresden to do her bidding for us so it's like it's in your your views is and it's... your actions to get Dresden out of jail like that yeah, lines up with what, what you, you wanted, wanted. <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> like this is the whole thing was for him to oh no finish. Joseph's dead who fucking cares about Dresden anymore? I guess, yeah. yeah like, that doesn't matter because oh, right. she just thought Talbot was trying to. No find one's gonna out run against shit. me now. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. really care about you, Dresden. Thanks a lot for the help. Yeah, honestly, he did help her. Yeah, he's dead. Great, thanks. That's Perfect. what I wanted. Perfect. <laughs> right. But yeah. So the mayor does agree to get Dresden out of prison at a high personal cost, one which we do not know quite about yet. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, she does agree to do it though, which is funny because like literally the only reason she has to do it is to stop the Talbot murders. And she's like, yeah, okay. That's a good reason. Yeah. Stop like, people being murdered. You didn't care about trying to do anything before yeah, right? to stop them, but now you're like, I guess. Well, now there's children involved. All I the guess. adults were dying, but now it's the underage children. She's well, like, I oh. guess now we're getting down to the, yeah, exactly. So fast forward to the sheriff being straight out of like a fucking like 50s sheriff. Like, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Like, yeah. Big like, city con man. Hey. Well, running his nightstick <laughs> along the bars. <laughs> literally, like, he literally hasn't been a cop for, like, 30 years. This jail has never been used, man, except for, like, drunks. <laughs> like, Yeah, right. 
I think it's also like, I get it for the sheriff. Like he's there. probably been bored, you know. Like he's really playing up every stereotype because he's like, when's the next time this is gonna happen? <laughs> well, that's true too. He's like, I'm gonna be gay, so I'm gonna get her all in. But yeah, Harry makes a case for himself, and he's like, come on, you don't really believe it was me. Like you know, murders were already happening before I got here, bitch. Like come he's on. Like, Coincidence? He's like, you were within like two feet of two bodies, and it's like, yeah, right. what's <laughs> yeah? My, like why? It's like because <laughs> I was hired on for the case, idiot. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, uh, he's like, you're only trying to look out, uh, or no, this is where he's trying to placate him a little bit. He's like, I know you're just trying to look out for the people. He's like, that's all I want to do. Um, I'll even turn stay, your sorry. I'll even stay in cuffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're having their little, their little back and forth or whatever about like, no. And then, then we go from like, Hawk, Sheriff. To like sexy old or mayor to sexy old lady mayor to like kind of frumpy in between mayor. It's like she's no longer in like her mayor business suit, but she's in kind of like a frumpy sweater and jeans. Yeah, she well, looks like, like old mom or like 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 the the like older mom mom. Jeans mom jeans. Jeans. Yeah, the only thing is she was wearing her funeral mourning clothes in the first time we met her. Maybe maybe that's why she was all in like the black and more well, I formal. I guess maybe because yeah, she did come over to the uh, yeah, motel right after sort of right funeral. after that. I guess, but but yeah. Yeah, I guess when she's not. But anyway, I guess it's like this isn't an official. Call. I can't officially make you release this person. <laughs> I'm just like you know you have to anyway. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave the power suit behind. It's like Sunday, but he gets <laughs> this line and he's so they're like um, she's like I don't have the time or patience for this. She's like let Mr. Dresden out under my recognizance, um, and she's like I'll, or I'll call a special election and you will lose. And he's like. Fun, but I'm calling in the stadies. Fair, oh, like the stadies. <laughs> like, is that what a thing they that? actually say in like hick towns? I'm like the feds. I've heard a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm calling in the stadies. Like, I didn't know what that was. I mean, I assume he meant the state police, police and yeah. stuff, okay. right? Because he's just like the local sheriff, so he's gonna step this up to the provincial, only the state level. <laughs> okay. He's, he's, yeah. But it was like... Be happy if one of our listeners in the United States will explain this to me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like my explanation? It's like the RCMP. Right, okay. Yeah. Isn't that what I just said? <laughs> I use the Canadian lingo. <laughs> I, oh, I guess I was thinking, I said provincial, I didn't, I, yeah. I thought in my head the RCMP, I didn't actually voice. We have sheriffs, and they're calling in the RCMP. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, this is out of my jurisdiction, you can't, yeah, she's going over his head and stuff like that, so he's yeah. going to call him. But yeah, just the actual term, stadies. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard, and to me it sounds very comical. And not very threatening thought or intimidating. He's like, ha That's what Kick Towns would say. like, Maybe you're like maybe that's the whole point is that he's trying to sound tough and just sounds like a goon, but yeah, but fine. But I'm calling in the stadies. Fair warning. Ultimately, he <laughs> doesn't offer much much fuss. Like for whatever she has on him, like yeah. it's she's got enough dirt on him for her to for him to be like fine. Well, it doesn't fuck even you. seem it like dirt. She just says like I'll call an election and you'll lose, and he's like fuck. Yeah, in the middle of all these like citizens getting murdered in your town and yeah, you're not right. doing anything but yeah i think yeah i don't know if you say if it's dirt or and yeah he's like i'll bring in the ladies like, and she's like yeah whatever joke. they won't even care like, yeah <laughs> and she's like you're gonna look yeah. like an ass but so the the three of them leave the police station and in the car the mayor describes how she was saved by an unknown ent- entity after mummies attacked when she yeah, was after she went just like hogwash. I'm like, this is crazy. I mean, again, I know how nothing about any of these jobs or things, <laughs> but she's like fresh out of college and gets assigned as like ambassador to Egypt. 
Which sounds pretty impressive. Okay, for- but you want to know the funny thing, though? Is that I've I've seen a lot of this, like, on Twitter and stuff like that. Students complaining that there's just, like, no one in their field. Because they, like, they be- do all these specialized shit. Yeah. So, like... Like, there was this one girl literally about Egyptology tweeting. She's like, so my friend, like, whatever, took this whole, like, thing about Egyptology, blah, 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 but there's no one in their field to work for. So now he just went back to school to get his PhD to teach about this field because he's got no one to work for. So now he's just going to tell other people to do it, how to do it. Just like, just go get yeah, the like, funding for someone to send you. get into you so do. many specialties, it's just like, oh, actually, you are ambassador because you're the only person who's cared about this for 20 years or something. <laughs> well, maybe, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> there was one that. girl, she's tweeting out. She's like, oh, I became, like, the leading ambassador. Like, I discovered a new type of crocodile or something like that because oh. I was reading a bunch of papers. I remember you saying about yeah, this. And yeah, she's like, and, like, I noticed, like, the papers didn't, like, line up with each other. So I, like, compiled all the evidence of all these papers and I was like I got crowned like the leading expert knowledgeable expert uh, on this crocodile just because I found like consistent inconsistencies yeah. in a couple of papers like I was the only one that actually looked at all of it they yeah. were just like oh yeah there's a crocodile and she was like wait what about this crocodile oh nobody knows about it I guess I have to figure yeah, it out yeah right <laughs> so it's like sometimes yeah. like I'm not like it is a little bit weird to get that kind of promotion yeah but since it's in such like a niche field anyways I'm like nah it would happen I guess but they don't even sort of specify like I mean and again I get it they're not going to go into major specifics I guess in a graphic novel for Give people that may or may not right but it's yeah but it just it seems like such I'm like I don't know ambassador to Egypt sounds yeah. pretty like I'm pretty sure that's a role that exists somewhere that's not you know she's not like the Egyptian crocodile expert well she's but. the one who's telling the story too right it's like you know you don't say that you were a cashier at McDonald's yeah. you say that you were like you oh, know, well, handling the funds of a she, multi-million corporation. Yeah, she, I guess she'd written a dissertation on ancient Egyptian history's effect on modern societies. Like, See, and that's enough right there to niche. get you an uh, ambassadorship yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so she gets attached. Oh, so yeah, junior attache to the U.S. Embassy. So... Um, so yeah, and I love how she just kind of goes hog wild. She's like, her whole thing was like their ancient history on like modern, and she's just like, I'm just gonna go fuck around in every part of Egypt I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, until I started fucking I shit would. up, and then oh I was my like, God. oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I was like, what the fuck was your thing on? <laughs> shouldn't it be more of like modern society effect on ancient history? Because <laughs> yeah. it seems like you just were like, let's just go ransack and pillage everything. Which is essentially uh-huh. what she did. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so yeah, like, so she don't seem very Indiana which, Jones. Which is exactly, you know, why she got cursed. <laughs> which <laughs> or, is like, exactly kind of came cursed. up to that. Yeah. Once everything went downhill, I was like, oops, my bad. Maybe I won't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, essentially, yeah. She gives, I mean, and to I'm really still, sum it up. And I'm still not entirely sure what in this made Buddy fall in love with her. I was Just, like, again, you know, if your guy has like, been trapped in a lamp for a thousand years and meets a girl. Well, yeah. maybe. There you go. See, that's the, that's the one thing that I had questions of. So the djinn had fallen in love with her in the darkness and decided to stay f- save her instead. Well, number one, was this love at first sight? Like, she couldn't have been in here there that, that long from what, what well, they're describing. Well, it's got to be at least a few weeks or something. Do you think? And well, then why not like save both them? of them? Because he was able to save one of them. Why not? He wasn't in love with the other one. Oh, well. He's like, yeah, fuck this shit. He just severed all ties. <laughs> Sucks to be you, buddy. Literally. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I guess it doesn't necessarily say how long she's been with this guy. I assume that, you know, you eventually well, you went mean, to a crypt. Trapped. And, like, well, well they're trapped in the darkness, is what I'm saying. They haven't been trapped in the darkness that long. And then she, like, wakes up in her 
her oh. well, hotel I'm room. Well, I'm assuming that, because he's, he's the guide, Jin, so he's been, like, fall, right? I'm assuming, like, if they've been together for a couple of weeks, because well, she just says, she's, like, within a month, she'd done all the typical tours, and then she started oh, hiring locals. so the love itself. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. How he fell in love with her. So I'm assuming that, yeah, while he's been a little guardian spirit to her guide, that's how he's gotten to know and fall. Right. That's why I'm saying, like, is this the first day with this guide or is this one she'd been using for like a couple of days or a couple of weeks? That makes more sense now. So, yeah, I'm assuming that it's because, yeah, even though it's like not visible present, I'm assuming it's got some awareness of what's going on around it kind of a thing. And that's where it... Um, but yeah, big, big taboo because the bodyguard didn't guard the body he was hired to. Yeah. <laughs> he's Oops. supposed to be attached to A and he's like, ah, you know what? Fuck you. Sorry, Mr. President. I'm going to save the intern. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that puts him in a bit of a pickle and thereby her in a bit of a pickle. So that is the, the history that we find out about the mayor. Yeah. The tragic so love affair have. that doesn't wasn't a proper love affair. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they do eventually arrive at the Talbot house to be happily greeted by Maddie and the children. Yeah. So they go inside to prepare the house. Little do they know the goblin and the ghoul are just in the trees outside the house goading each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna eat him first. No, fuck you, I'm gonna eat him first. <laughs> just friendly sibling rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Well, which I think brings frenemies? us to... Because they're not siblings. Oh, yeah. The and goblin aren't. Frenemies. I know, but... Yeah. That's more like... A, uh, what is it? Gabrielle and Tapioca. What the fuck is... Oh, my God. High School Musical. Sharpay and Gabrielle. Sharpay. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like... Tapioca. What the fuck? It's like something where the hell... Sharpay. No, they're enemies. It's different. So this brings us to issue six. to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash rambling. So once more, Maddie is like super out of character every issue. She doesn't make any sense to me. She's got like go-go boots now. Her hair is like super fluffy. I know. Well, she did that before too. I'm like, we find her working in the library with children, like light. a children's reading group. Yeah. And then yeah, she's totally dressed like '60s Daphne for yeah, like, like the mini skirt and the go-go boots the entire. Mm-hmm. Even like the purple sweater. Like, girl, you should still be wearing black. Your family members are dropping like flies. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah, and again, she goes some of the depictions goes from having her as like a young woman kind of to being like a child like well, yeah she sometimes she's like 16 like and sometimes and she's like 26 and yeah like, exactly i'm like and i mean like mm. i guess okay women in around that age are a little bit like that sometimes you know i was like you know it's it's easy sometimes to be like are you 16 or are you 26 you know yeah. but still, still it's just like i don't know this is a little but, and some of the bumps and bruises on Harry's face are just like, like oh. the forehead one, but the ones on his cheeks just look almost like big, like big He looks a little bit like pig yeah, pen. Like, like he's got crazy chicken pox or something. He looks a little like what? Tanda? Like pig pen. Oh, pig pen. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> but yeah. So Harry quickly sums up for us that he spent time putting power into all of Joseph's 
symbols and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so he's know? like, he had all this shit, he just didn't know how to power it himself, yeah. or didn't have the, so I just basically, yeah, juiced Thanks it Thanks for the up. fucking circle. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right? It's like, you had all, like, the kindling and the wood, but just, you didn't you like that fucking fire. match, <laughs> and I just came along with my, yeah, flint, and yeah. was like, yo, dude. Typical wizard, taking all the credit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So the ultimate plan is to protect the children in the house and then take out the ghoul and the goblin uh, while they're being protected in mm-hmm. the circle. Dressed yeah, in and as- he gets the, the mare and everything. She's like, do I look like a school mom? He's like, here, look after the kids. She's like, what the fuck do I look like? And he's like, your leader, act like one. <laughs> She's like, yeah. oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Which, fair enough. Which, fair enough. But, but I, I like even better when Prez walks in. Yeah! <laughs> and his grand play. entrance in full militia regalia. G- he looks like he's a, Michael, this is for you. He's, like, about to go on a set of, like, a Predator alien movie. Right? This is, yeah, total, like, like modern Rambo. This is, like, all of those, like, American accusations. Like, it's, like, oh, the police force has way too many, way too much budget. They should put that into more, like, um, like, other parts of the city, right? And, yeah, he comes out, and he's, like, the m- most massive gun and grenades and bullets. And, and I love how it's got, like, a steampunk element to it. I like, know. I don't have any high-powered rifles like it's this, a but it looks like a badass spirit. gun. It's got, like, yeah. a little, like, it's filigree and, like, filigree, yeah. cheese yeah. on it. <laughs> like, it's pretty awesome. You know. Decked out. A little, like, lattice grating on uh, some random dials to me. I was going to say, those dials got, like, are, fucking, like, measuring cool factor. I know. I'm like, it's got, like, a fucking... Like automatic, like feeding chamber and like a high powered scope, and then like a couple of like spinny dials from like the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... Here's your compass, just in case you're lost with your gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, right? like, but yeah, equipped like, with a lodestone, band of ammo on his like bulging biceps and like, like a fucking full belt. And I'm like, where did you get all this? Like, what are they paying you? When the Russians mill? were first sent up into space, they were given knives. Because when they landed, they weren't very precise, so they'd land in just, like, the Russian wilderness, and they needed a knife to defend themselves against, like, the wildlife. Oh, so it's like when they, when they weren't getting up into, it's like, we don't know if you're actually going to get into space when you inevitably crash and burn. Well, no, even when they come back. Oh, just, they like, just they It wasn't accurate enough. Back. So it was okay, like, okay, back okay, then, okay. they'd like give astronauts knives. So it's like, you're going to have to eventually fight your way out of the wilderness. There's a <laughs> knife for when you come back to Earth. It's like, oh my gosh. We'll find you as soon as we like, can. But just in case you land on top of a, compass on it, a bear cub, yeah. and there's an angry mama there. We're just going to. Yeah. That's hilarious. You survive space travel, but the wildlife. But but you can Yeah. Yeah. That's that Earth is. place is fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget about the aliens. We're gonna fuck you gonna up. Get, yeah. Yeah. So rocks are eventually uh, but wait, tossed. One more thing. Whoop. He's fucking oh, okay. like his thumb isn't even, or maybe it isn't the glove, but it's just so short. But it's like, <laughs> like, it's like dude, like he's like I have a fucking like space age slash steampunk assault rifle. Why don't we have a gimpy little half? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> No, like it's, You're the worst. no, I mean, like there's like holes <laughs> in his gloves. I see now when I zoom in that maybe yeah, they are just cut off at the tip fingertips, but it yes. just seemed like it's just like the one thumb like had a hole in it. I'm like, all this and you couldn't afford like, a pair of gloves that like. <laughs> Although in all fairness, I was just saying that I'm like, how does he afford them? The first thing he's like, where did you get that? He's like, oh, there's a whole fucking arsenal upstairs. I, I like, stole oh, it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> upstairs <laughs> makes Talbot sense. Talbot would have had all the money and the toys and yeah. stuff like that, but yeah. But I like too, like yeah, he goes through a breakup and he's like, that's it, motherfucker. Where's my leather? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. This is like his version of, like, Sandy from Grease. Yeah, away totally. The skirt. Now he's got an assault rifle. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cigarettes. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, 
So rocks are tossed through the window. Yeah, so the mayor and the children the take their way to the panic room while Prez and Dresden take action. Yeah. Let's go old school. We're like supernatural monsters that can like literally rip a person in half. But we'll throw a rock through your window and be like, oh, we're coming to get you. Like, I'm surprised there's not a note tied to it. <laughs> I will grind your bones to me. Do you my like bread. me? Yes or no? <laughs> Do you want to be killed by me? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, come on, truthfully. Who do you want to win here? The ghoul or the goblin? Yeah. Right. So they do have a trap for Amber with the mannequin and some of Maddie's blood, which Amber does fall for. They blast the car using a fire spell containing uh, gasoline, which blows the car and Amber up. Boom! Yeah. What my favorite part is, is that Maddie's watching from the panic room using a fucking periscope. A periscope. <laughs> yeah. Joseph was a fucking psycho. Yeah. <laughs> he's like covering for, maybe again, he's like, I don't know how to power the circle, but I know if I ever get it powered, my computer is going to do shit. So I better get me yeah. some. So maybe that's what it all is like, totally the, like. The, the gun is for. It's like, it is like an automatic, but just in case that all freezes up, it's got it back. It's like, I keep saying about like modern cars. I'm like, you've got fucking, like, automatic windows. If that shit breaks down, you're like, fuck. I'm like, you need... A crank as well. You need a crank as well. Yeah, just, like, tuck it inside the door. I'm like, fucking half the keyholes and stuff are behind, like, plastic cover plates and you can't see. Mm-hmm. I'm like, literally, you should just have a section on your door that, like, pops out. And you can, like, fold out, like, like those flashlights. Just kind of flip the handle up and twist it mm-hmm. backwards. And you can just fucking, like, roll that window well, fuck, up or trying down. trying to find my fucking, uh, jack. Yeah. In my car was, like, the hardest thing in the world. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Right? They have all kinds of little components. Apartments where they yeah. tuck and hide everything and like away. Like have like umbrellas built into the frame of the cars. I did not know that. Yeah, in case it a bunch of other rains. Yeah, just a oh my nice goodness, complimentary umbrella. umbrella that like I like the way you're like pushing goodbyes, just like pop yeah. out like a yeah. fucking like yeah. James yeah. Bond Aston Martin. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> like oh no, there's rain. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> you should watch those TikToks. They're cool as shit. Those I'm cars, barely like, going to now. I don't know. Like if you're rich enough to own a Tesla, you don't need it to turn into like a little camper van. But like they do. Like every seat folds perfectly flat down and like. The back seat rest cover turns into pillows, and like, like there's a blanket built into the door. And I you think just pull, the I most know, like, like Tesla video wow. I've seen is Danny Duncan, and mostly he bolted like fucking Longhorn horns to the hood, and then he blew one up. He did not do any cool stuff like popping out umbrellas See, or turning yeah, it into well, a camper. Listen, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So yeah, so she gets her yeah, little fucking like periscope out, and then the mayor decides to have her crazy. Yeah, Maddie realizes Griswold has made it past Harry's shield and is behind him ready to strike. Yeah. So she grabs a weapon and makes her way to help with assistance with the djinn. Like, again, Maddie's whole character to me just doesn't make any sense at all. And, like, this whole thing, too, is, like, her, and the mayor is all like, oh, this is all my fault. Like, I like had Joseph as, like, a enemy. And so it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I <laughs> know. And, like, why did you think everyone was going to find out about your mystical fucking genie and a lamp boyfriend? Yeah. Like, like, how is like, that, like, Joseph is, like, worried about, like, his... I mean, I guess maybe he never... Although you would think in building that house with all the stuff, somebody would be like, what the fuck are you doing? He might have been like, I don't know, I'm trying to protect my family or something. Like, you'd think he would have had some explanation for Just it. Just crazy eccentric billionaires. Who cares? I, but, like, another thing... 
thing though is so weird is that like it's like yeah like nothing matters about the mayor she keeps throwing herself into it it's like it's like you're watching a tv show and like oh my god this is all because like i bought that purse last week and oh my god it's all because i had to go to this new school and it's like what the fuck who invited you here like nothing about the story has to do with you (laughs) it's all because i went to egypt that one time what no like she's cordelia and she thinks she's buffy literally no the shit's here for buffy not you cordelia non-stop oh this always happens things are always trying to kill me what no one's here for you why does this always ruin my life with your life but yeah literally yeah i didn't get honestly a lot of that either and then why she's suddenly like sending him out small to, town there's like, like they're just so desperate for drama everyone's like it's me it's me it's I, me right. I get after Even that, though, the first half like, going it's not me it's not me it's not I me know, everybody's right? dead and then they're like well now all the important people are dead oh now it's all about me but even Prez did that he's like it's all because I brought Amber into your life right and the mayor's yeah. like it's all because I had issues with Joseph it's like what the fuck like, I shut don't. up yeah. nothing has to do with any of you everyone has a lot of bit the guilt complex going on yeah it's right? just like ugh right yeah no one cares about you. Move on. Yeah. So yeah. So then Maddie's like, Maybe I gotta help. Just him. fully like bipolar or something like between like the bloodline and then all these recent deaths. Maybe maybe Maddie's just they're all in trauma. They're all just true. like yo yo hardcore PTSD <laughs> right now. Yeah. Hardcore yo yo with back true. and forth Fair multiple enough. personalities. Especially since Dresden keeps dragging her at all the crime scenes. Like look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drag you to where your brother was like literally. Assaulted and make you stay and make you in live here yeah. by yourself while I go out right. and hunt more creatures until Literally. I bring you the creepy ass mare to watch over you. Yeah. So Griswold makes a strike on Harry and has a quick chat with him. Maddie comes out and distracts him long enough for the the gin to come out and make a, an attack on Griswold. I gotta say that Griswold brags a lot and does a lot of talky talk exposition in that sort Villain. of typical Hello, Villain Villain style. style. One hundred one. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk about my evil plan. I've booby trapped the panic room. Mwahaha. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. See, I've been in this house before. Ha ha. Fuck you. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Prez as being confronted by an on fire amber. <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't quite work. It might blow her up. Die. Yeah. It's like, shut up, I'm tired and hungry. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I notice is the, the, the type of gin, the Quarin. They, they keep calling Quarin. Karen? Karen. Q U A R I N. And then it changes le- to another spelling of it later on. Yeah, Q A R I N. And I did look it up, and it's spelt completely incorrectly both times. But okay. It's, it's a type of gin, is basically yeah. all, uh, all Yeah, it means. which we did cover that earlier. That's what Jessica yeah, called like, yeah, specifically a quern or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where our genies come from. It just so happens that nobody in the inking department knows how to spell Karen. No, that's not. Karen. (laughs) Karen. Inking department has a lot of Karen. (laughs) But yes, the the, the Karen. 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 So, um, Harry's out of spells. (laughs) Karen is uh, dissipated. Yeah, he goes back to change. Yeah, save the children he's, and like, the he's like, it's booby trapped. And he's like, oh shit, I gotta go back oh, to my honey. My lover. My yeah. honey bear, my boo. So we're left with Maddie and Dresden to deal with Griswold alone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. fortunately, Amber takes that moment to distract all of them. Yeah. She's got the drop She's on like, Prez. I got Prez. Let me in, let me in. By the hair of my chinny chin chin. Oh, yeah. wait. You're yeah. already in. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Well, she's like, yeah, she needs the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Although I still don't know, because if it was up after, why are they down now? Because I thought that was the whole thing, is that they theorized that Griswold was already on the property when he activated everything, which is how he got past, because he was already inside. It does actually say that when um, 
Griswold. So so that, that's how Griswold made it in is because oh, he was already yeah, but inside. Dresden so battered he couldn't he, hold it up anymore. He, right? Once once he got hit by by um, Griswold, Griswold yeah. he lost his control over You're the right, that's it, he's the like, circle. Yeah, he's busted yeah. up and bruised. He's like I couldn't I couldn't yeah yeah okay so that's fair. So yeah, so she's like, yeah, drop the defenses, and he's like, ha ha, they weren't even up anymore. But then she apparently is like, doesn't even, and she's like, wait, he's there, and immediately, I'm like, if they had been up, you would have just totally splattered yourself yeah, all right. over that wall. Because yeah. you didn't, unless you just assume that your threat was enough, and they'd automatically drop them. Because yeah, you're just like, wait, what? So yeah, so then they start, she starts getting on them, so then Griswold goes after Maddie, and then the gin saves all of them. But just in time, again, he manages to save Maddie, and he manages to save the mayor, and then he's like, now, my love, I must go. Yeah. It's like, what the, what? It is a sad moment, though. I mean... It is She sad. spent her entire lifetime with, with this gin. Yeah, and trying to hide him yeah. from... Trying everyone. to protect each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone, but... But too much power for him. He's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he knows where he needs to be. Is it all just the power? Is it just his power drainage? Because I thought some of it, because he kept saying, like, if they find out, they're going to come hunting after him. And I wasn't sure I think if this he, was the higher power coming to be like, aha, we caught you, you yeah. little fugitive rat. I think he he knows that because he's using his power, he's going to be um, found out. Found out. Yeah. So he sacrifices himself ultimately is what mm-hmm. he does. Okay, yeah. That's how, how I took it. Yeah. Because his, his energy sort, sort of starts to fade at some point. But, anyway, uh, so yeah, we jump back to the other one. I guess that's why I wasn't sure if he was just like leaving to go hide somewhere else or whether it was. But anyways, yeah, yeah, runs so, off. So Griswold tries to start to attack, and um, Maddie. Maddie pushes Dresden out of the way and ends up intercepts taking... that double-ended blit. Which yeah, again, this is like oh, I swear this is she like... makes quite the ultimate sacrifice. Is what she does, as far as I could see. Stupidly, but again, again, again like. I love you, Dresden, but, like, this guy doesn't deserve it. Like, girl. You just met him. You just met him. Like, as well, far yeah, as you and know. it's not even entirely about the saving Dresden and him saving the... I have I to just, follow the Talbot curse and die. Like, what? Yeah, I just... I, I swear, destiny. I feel like this is... Like, it's tickling the edge of my brain somewhere that there's, like, a line or something, you know, from some other thing where they're, like... Um, Oh blah blah blah! I ha- you know did like these big convoluted whatever, and it's like, yep, yeah, could have just like unplugged it. And they're like, oh yeah, that would work too, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like this is one of those moments where she's like, I'm. It's like you don't need to do the whole shebang. I'm like, you could have let the you could have stabbed the thing with just a regular like not killed yourself with it and then just been like do like the blood brothers thing like fucking prick your finger and be like, yo dude, here's some blood for my cursed bloodline. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, She's Did it have to be? I think it's just as she heat of the moment is because the, there's not a lot of thought process time. Like it, it, it's it's all happening very quickly. In this instance, but when she chose to go out there, like she's had time. Like this was her plan because she's like, "Don't go out there." And she's like, "No, I have to." And she specifically, there's like ten million weapons on the yeah. wall. You see, she yeah. has a double sided, double sided blade thing, and then gets up like right close and, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm like, again, it's not even like. In some of them where they're like, um, I sacrificed myself because that's the only thing that would push, like, my boyfriend to ever become the Hulk again. 
you know, was like, I had to die or it never would have been enough to... She didn't have to die. But I'm like, yeah, I was like, you did not have... Justin was already there trying to save you. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he'd figured that out, too. I'm like, blood, you could have just, like, given him a donation. You didn't have to yeah, fucking no. kill yourself in order to... Mm-hmm. Bit of a waste. I thought so. I was it like... Yeah. But... But she does. She uses it against Griswell, unfortunately, stopping herself at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just as Amber approaches, the gin comes and merges with Dresden, filling him with its power. I feel life inside of me. Yeah. Which is good, because Harry was out of magic. But now... Yeah, he's got a whole wax. So, yeah. so he unloads a huge spell, the mm-hmm. Disperdere, which seems to destroy both Griswold and Amber. And uh, oh, it was, I looked into the Latin on it, and it just basically means disperse or to scatter or yeah. Yeah. to disperse, yeah, to destroy. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I am just going to undo you. <laughs> yeah, and then he basically does. I mean, sort of bring it back to like Harry Potter, but he basically does like Lily's like like final gift of love magic, like yeah, right. I called all of Maddie's hope and love and family and blah blah blah. Freshly spilled blood. I like bless the blood, blood. <laughs> like yeah. So days later, we realize that Maddie does not make it <laughs> as Dresden and Prez visit her grave. Cedar as, as his spell is just like Eminem and Eminem and Eminem and Eminem. What are you really pulling out a rap here? Like, and I tried to look that up, and the, this nonsense yeah, words. It's just nothing. Yeah. Cedar yeah. has taken on the guardianship of the two remaining Talbot children, and Prez promises to take care of the children as well. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then we get some kind of bullshit ending with the na- with Arvata, uh, Arvata visiting Dresden and cemetery. Yeah, yeah. And they discuss the memories, and the Nega lets him know that she'll always think of him, think of him every any time a Talbot crosses her path. For without Dresden, their line would have ended. Yeah, for the next few millennia yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and Dresden consoles himself that that he didn't fail, and that the Talbots now have a chance at life. So. And they're, they're well, continuing yeah. Which is to something, yeah. yeah. There's no because essentially it all turns yeah. down, Maddie's you know. She never had with our prologue, you know. First Talbot got cursed with his blood got cursed. Harry's gone and blessed the blood, yeah. essentially, you know. And now at least yeah, the younger two can now grow up and continue on in life, which is a nice, you know. Which again, after all this trauma, I don't know. Right. If well, you know. <laughs> Maybe these two won't, but they're children. But uh, that's what I mean. I'm like, these two are just going to end up, like, rocking in a corner of an asylum somewhere for the rest (laughs) of their lives. Like, their whole, like, their parents are killed. And then a few years later, like, all of their siblings are taken out within, like, a couple weeks in mostly horrible, brutal fashion. And then they suddenly got, like, thrown into the world. And they're adopted by the weird-ass mayor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, supernatural and... But, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Maybe they have a cousin or something out there. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I mean, all in all, not bad. And I definitely went into this with a little bit of a, I don't know, skepticism. Not skepticism, but. Yeah, you don't like graphic novels. I find the Ghoul Goblin and the Cursed Blood, though, were just so weird. Like, they just kind of didn't have anything to do with each other, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I get the Jim Butcher's whole thing is to pile one thing onto another onto another. But this one in particular just seemed like. Like, they didn't really tie into each other enough, you like, know? They were just can you go back? Is this one of those stories. things where he had to write it, like, the night before because he suddenly realized the deadline? I, yes, <laughs> like, it's so almost a bit, like, <laughs> which is funny because he's talked about that in some of his short yeah. stories where he's like, oh, I was in the middle of, like, working on one of, like, my big novels and then I, like, had agreed to throw something into this anthology. So I'm like, this is almost like that. Like, it just seems a little, like, 
choppy and and disjointed and like the plot doesn't always make a lot of sense and the characters don't always make a lot of sense and it doesn't like it's like we've got reference to the sort of regular dresden verse but it doesn't really fit in it either you know it's just like yeah i just again i mean not like we don't find a lot of inconsistencies um yeah, in the in the novels and things too, but I just felt like there was more to pick apart and maybe because it's shorter too, it doesn't give you as much time to like round out and flesh out and come back right. again. It's more. He like, did say he kind of wanted to do Ghoul Goblin as a full book. Yeah, but that you know by the time he had the idea, it was a little bit too late in his series. I can right. see why he would, because that's it's quite the involved yeah. plot line. Yeah, like that that could be fleshed yeah. out. It could have been a lot well. more fleshed out. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah might it might have too, worked you know, maybe too far along. Because like I said, this book came out after Ghost Story, chopping it yeah. down. Yeah, so it was yeah. a little bit too late to bring in this. Sort, sort of couldn't of a, figure out a way to tie all those elements into that. So, yeah. Okay, graphic timeline, novel throw it back in the timeline. Yeah. But anyways, all in all, yeah, that's that. Ghoul Goblin. This concludes our episode 6.4, Blood Magic. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling, conjured by an intro.